Clear is a faster way into Capital One Arena. Download the free Clear app to beat the crowds on game day. Enter through the Clear Lane at the 7th and G Street entrance across from Clyde's. This is Caps This Morning with John Walton and Ben Raby on Caps Radio 24-7. It's the Capitals and the Bruins tonight in Massachusetts. Nick Jensen is back after a few days away, and Tarek El-Bashir joins us to discuss training camp and his new gig. Good morning, everybody. Today is Tuesday, October 3rd. Welcome to Caps This Morning here on Caps Radio 24-7, presented by Clear, the faster way in a Capital One arena. It's game four tonight of a six-game preseason slate for the men of Spencer Carberry at TD Garden in Boston. A 7 o'clock start between the Caps and the Bruins. With only 35 players left in camp, a good chance that we'll not only see a decent amount of regulars tonight, but it's probably going to be a chance for those not guaranteed a roster spot to show their stuff as time starts to run short in the exhibition year. Only two games after tonight, Thursday in Columbus and Saturday at home against the Blue Jackets. Here's a couple of news and notes from camp. Defenseman Nick Jensen returned after a few days away for personal reasons yesterday. We'll see if he gets into tonight's game against the Bruins or if he'll skate in game action later this week. Both players that Washington put on waivers Sunday have cleared and are officially on their way to Hershey. Forward Riley Sutter and defenseman Chase Prisky, both assigned by the Capitals yesterday after practice. Some big news late last week for a friend of the show. Our pal Tarek El-Bashir announced last week his departure from The Athletic after more than five years there. Then he announced the reason. He is now the Caps insider for Monumental Sports Network. He's covered the Caps for nearly two decades in one way or another, and it's great to have him under the same roof as us here at Monumental. Here today, we talk about his new gig and also discuss training camp up to this point with a game tonight in Boston. Well, Tarek, congratulations in order. One of us, one of us coming over to Monumental. Very glad to have you here. Tell me about the new gig. Yeah, I'm so excited. I'm going to be the Capitals insider. I'm I'm going to make appearances on television. I'm going to write for the website and the app. I'll keep fans up to date on my social media channels. So really nothing changes. I've covered this team for most of the last 20 years, with the exception of a couple of seasons covering the Commanders. You can find me in the same places, same style coverage. Not a whole lot changes except for now I'll be working for Monumental Sports Network, and I could not be more excited. Certainly has been a summer of change around here and the new network and everything going on. I'm certainly glad you're going to be a part of it. And our conversations get to continue, which I'm very excited about here too. Let's talk a little bit about training camp here. Some of the things that we have seen. I want to ask you about a couple of individuals and Mm. just some overall impressions. Ivan Moroshnichenko, I thought offensively, we've talked about this with other guys in the past. It's tough to play with Alex Ovechkin and Nick Backstrom. And for the first Detroit game before we got into the weekend, I thought he was really good offensively and he showed us something, I thought. You know, you always look for those youngsters to pop, right? You're looking for the guys who stand out from the crowd. And in that first Detroit game, he mishandled the first pass and I was like, ooh, he looks jittery. And then he went behind the net and he might have mishandled another puck and I was like, ooh, he still looks nervous. By 
the middle of the first period, he looked like he belonged. He was running around. He was flying around. Every time a puck touched a stick in the offensive zone, he was trying to get it on net. I really, really like his game. I mean, obviously, he's still a young player, and there needs to be a little more sophistication and maturity to his game. But when it comes to those young prospects, you're looking for guys who pop, and I couldn't take my eyes off of number 63. I mean, he was just he was banging guys. He had a little bit of snarl at one point. Someone pushed him, and he pushed back. You know, after the game, I talked to Tom Wilson, and I was like, yeah, you know, he had two assists and three shots, and he stopped me, and Wilson stopped me, and was like, three shots? I was like, on net. He goes, I thought he had like 10. And we, just, we started laughing, and uh, sure enough, I mean, the guy just makes things happen. I don't know what the immediate future for him holds, but based on what I've seen in camp and what I've seen so far in the game, it wouldn't shock me if he's one of the first guys who gets called up when injuries inevitably happen. There's a lot of guys in this camp that are maybe walking just a little bit taller, having won a Calder Cup championship with the Bears, and one of those guys is Connor McMichael. He had a goal in Game 7 against Coachella Valley, and the Bears would look like they were finished, come back tie the game. He and Henrik Slapier both scoring and then Mike Vecchioni wins it in overtime. They win the championship. But I really feel in the game Friday against Detroit there was a, at the end of the power play in the first period another chance in the third at even strength where I was like, okay, this guy's a little bit of a different player now. And he even told us after the second period, like, he feels more confident having gone through that. And I think a lot of guys feel like that who are part of that winning team. I would take it a step further, John. It's not just confidence. Like, he has swagger now. I mean, he looks like a guy who wants the puck. I feel like in years past, he was out there. He was skating up and down. He would sometimes generate some offense, but he looked like he was trying to find his place. Now he wants the puck. He wants to make things happen. He forces the issue. He had four shots in that game, game against Detroit. He should have had a goal probably on the, on the breakaway I think you're referring to, but it's funny when you cover the game as long as you and I have, you can see when that proverbial light switch goes on and guys the game just slows down and they're not throwing the puck around like it's a hot potato and they're being patient you know he made one play along the wall where it was in the offensive zone he gets the puck he made a step to the left made a guy miss went right back to the right and then took it right to the net I mean those are the types of things that you see from guys who are regulars in the NHL and when I looked at Connor McMichael last year maybe the year before I was like ah is he ready now I'm wondering, is he going to play center or is he going to play left wing? Like, he's an NHL player now, and, and I think you can absolutely draw a straight line between the confidence and swagger he's playing with now and what he was able to accomplish with the Hershey Bears. One of the things we're going to be watching with a couple more road games this week, Columbus in next weekend, and then it's off and running time, is who's going to be in the lineup on defense on opening night. With the injury to Joel Edmondson, we know he's not going to be available for the month of October, and that's going to be an opportunity for somebody else. How do you see it shaking down? you got the four guys back there who could be either A, in the lineup as maybe the third pair, or making the team, or maybe going to Hershey, and there's four guys that are probably in the mix here for two, maybe three spots, depending on how it shakes out. Yeah, you know, the question that I'm wondering right now, and I don't know if we have the answer to this just yet, is if, if they put Joel Edmondson on LTI, they'll have space to perhaps keep three of the four who are battling for a spot, which will give them a longer look. They could see them in regular season games before making that final decision. But look, I, I like what I've seen from Vincent Iorio. I know he's a right shot, Edmondson's a left shot, but you could slide 
Trevor Van Riemsdyk over in Pidiorio on the right side. Lucas Johansson, another player. It just feels like this is his time. Like, it has to happen now for this guy. You know, 2016 first-round draft pick, just won a Calder Cup. This is the closest he's ever been, even though I know he was one of the last cuts last year. But it feels to me like this is the closest he's ever been to earning an opening night spot. And if he's going to do it, it's got to happen now. Alex Alexiev, you can see the work that he's put in this summer. He's significantly stronger. He looks more confident. Question with him is always kind of, you know, lateral skating. But again, is another player who has taken another step. So, yeah, it's going to be really interesting to see how that shakes out. I mean, you know, we haven't talked about Hardy, Haman, Octel. I mean, another player who, you know, was recruited to come here. You know, Danny Brooks, <laughs> the, the head recruiter, you know, went over to Europe and found him and brought him here. Good size, good stick, makes a great first breakout pass. He's another guy. So those are the four guys who are going to be in that competition. I think that the coaches are they're going to use the entire preseason practices and these games to evaluate. But again, if Edmondson ends up on LTI because he's out for you know four to six weeks, maybe they can give these guys an extended look once the regular season gets here and, and the salary cap comes into effect. Last one for you, and this could do a whole show on this subject, but just your early thoughts here as we get into now the middle portion of the preseason, just at center and where things are going to shake out here. Thoughts on Nick Backstrom? We've seen him in the lineup. He played in Friday against Detroit. Dylan Strump, we know he's going to be in the top six. You've got Evgeny Kuznetsov. You've got Nick Dowd. We think McMichael on the wing, but... How do you see the center shifting out? What have you thought of Nick Backstrom coming in here to camp so far? I've been pleasantly surprised by Nick Backstrom. I didn't know what to expect after last year. The work he put in this offseason is evident. He looks healthier. You know, he was never a great skater, but the last couple of years as he battled that hip injury, it was apparent that he had lost a step. He looks like he's found at least half of that step. He looks smoother. And that translates to other parts of the game, too, when you're not thinking about your hip and you're not thinking about making that turn and whether you can uh, you know, take four strides and get to that puck. When you're not thinking about that, it frees you up to make plays, and that's what is the strength of his game or his hands and his vision. To me, he looks like a middle six center who can run the power play. And that, that $9.2 million salary, is, it's big for that role, but that's kind of where this team is. That's kind of where he is. This team needs him to seize that role. So, I mean, if you're asking me here midway through camp, how I see the centers lining up, I, I go Kuznetsov, Strom, Backstrom, Dowd. I think Protus and McMichael are, are wings for now. And again, injuries happen. I, you know, you hope everyone stays healthy, but injuries happen. And when those injuries happen, I think they're going to want to see both Protus and McMichael uh, slide over to the middle. Forward to another year of conversations with you, my friend. Congratulations again on the new job, and uh, we look forward to talking again real soon. Thank you. Thanks, John. Congrats again to Tarek on his hire by Monumental. So glad he's officially a teammate as well as a friend. Look for his stuff throughout training camp and the regular season. It's the Caps and the Boston Bruins tonight from TD Garden at 7. In addition to hearing the game at CapsRadio247.com, you can also hear it over the air in D.C. on 106.7 The Fan. Have a great game day Tuesday, everybody. For the latest on the Capitals and hockey news around the clock. Let's go, Caps! Tune in to Caps Radio 24-7. Listen online via the Capitals mobile app at CapsRadio247.com. Or ask Alexa to play Caps Radio 24-7 on TuneIn.